Welcome back, Smashers, to the Daily Smash for Friday afternoon, January 20th, 2023. I'm Rick. I'm Kelly. You know what today is? Uh, Thursday? Friday, technically, Friday. for the show. Uh, the 20th is my brother's birthday. Oh, happy birthday, brother. Happy birthday, Scott. Maybe I'll call him. Yeah, give him a call. Okay. Uh, Jen Shaw is not going to do an interview with Andy Cohen now. We're going to talk about that. A guy survives a month and a half at sea eating ketchup. And we have a reel of the day. I'm not sure what it is, but we're going to have one coming up. You, you know, know what it is? No. And the other day we pitched a reel of the day and I forgot to put it in there. I haven't even looked at my phone all day today. Don't forget to subscribe here on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button and the like button and the bell. Correct. And what does the bell do? Alerts you when... When we post? Yeah. Yeah. And then you can <laughs> subscribe on Patreon. What's your favorite thing about our Rick and Kelly show on Patreon? What do you like about it? Are you talking about me? Yes, you. <laughs> <laughs> You're my co-host. What do I like about Patreon the most? Yeah. Is that I can say whatever I want. And Unfiltered. feel free about it. Yeah. And not have to be censored. It is uncensored. Uh, that's the best part. We got a comment from Maria Abrams who said, sometimes I read through some comments. I see where some people unjustly criticize you guys. Please don't let it bother you. I know words hurt. Remember, so many of us look forward to your shows. I've never missed an episode. Thank you, Rick and Kelly. Oh, that's so nice, Maria. You're always just a nice support for us. So thank you. It does mean a lot. It does. We get like 97, 99% likes on our shows. Yeah, but it's always those one. I have this love... <laughs> Love is love, or uh, lover, lover, love, love. She's like a lunatic. Doesn't she, live up to her name. Yeah, she just goes. I don't know if it's Tamara's minions or what. Um, but one time you can ask Shannon Bedore and Vicky uh, what was on Watch What Happens Live, and Tamara gave out my phone number to everybody, and I had like a million people call me. Wow. She docks me. That's what my that phone is. Phone number. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I wanted and, to show and and. and Probably did nothing about it. We got these today. Ten boxes of these were delivered to our door. These are the new Pickleball Party Town rackets. Designed by Kelly. Look at that. Woo! That is so cool. I can't wait. wait I to love find. the grip. Yeah, well, that one, it's sad. We haven't taken the plastic off yet. I know, but, but the grip's awesome. They are. Comes with its own cover. Isn't that pretty? I designed it. You did a wonderful job. Thank you. I, li I like this logo a lot. I do too. It's cool. So these are going to be available soon, not yet. And then can we show them this gift we got? Oh my gosh, we got this gift. It's so nice. Here, I'll lift it. Let me do it. Let it's me not, do it. It's not heavy, but... I know. I know it's hard for you. Do you want, do you want me to read the card? Or do you want me to read yeah. It? Okay. It so, says, you're pretty darn awesome for supporting handmade small businesses and local. Thank you. Gypsy Soul. This is from Becky Collins. Hello, fellow libertarian friends. Smasher and patron here. I am so glad I found you all on social media. Kelly, you were my fave housewife. And when you got fired, I felt like woke America took one more step to silence us. I was heartbroken. I have my morning coffee with you two daily, and I love your unfiltered ways. Since you all share your daily lives with us, I wanted to give back to you. I took screen grabs from your pickleball party, party house and made you a charcuterie board to match your kitchen dining custom sign. 
Oh, I guess she's doing it to for the Palm Springs sign? Yes. Yeah, Can so, I see it again? So she made this for, she did all the colors. It's a charcuterie board. And isn't it's my colors of my house. Yeah. Wow. She's, she said it's eco-friendly, food safe, and great for entertaining or carrying drinks, snacks out to the pool. Or just hanging on the wall. It has that thing on the back. It's uh, You can go to gypsysoulpores.com. What is it again? Gypsysoulpores.com. Or yeah. I'll put that on the screen. And her Instagram uh, handle, gypsy underscore soul underscore pores. How neat is that? Really nice. That is so Thank beautiful. Thank you. It's a beautiful gift. Wow. Some people are just so, like, I mean, creative. Really nice. Really so nice. pretty. I'm going to use it. So Andy uh, Cohen is not doing the Jen Shaw interview now. Why? Because he got the pressure from the people? Really? Yes. Great. Uh, you think it's great? Good. Why? He got, he got chicken? Great. You think he got chicken? Well, I'll tell you what Vulture said. Oh, yeah. The, Vulture said Jen Shaw won't be sitting down to, with Andy Cohen, despite fan speculation that a one-on-one -on -one with her would be part of the latest Housewives of Salt Lake City reunion. Mm -hmm. I guess that's going on. We, we haven't been watching that. No. Quote, I would rather remain silent and wait until I am able to accurately share my story than continue having complete lies and misrepresentations about me smeared across the headlines. Well, wouldn't she be able to tell her story if she's sitting down for an interview? Right. Isn't that the whole point? Yeah. She's a liar and a fraud and a crook. I intend to speak, and you will hear from me. I will share my story and this painful part of my life very soon. Share what? That How to be a crook? <laughs> how to be a liar? She was recently convicted and sentenced to 78 months in prison for her role in a telemarketing scam that targeted senior citizens. That's disgusting. I mean, I, honestly, I, I don't... She cleaned people out. El the elderly that are on fixed incomes. So now she's claiming that Cohen and Bravo were unwilling to, quote, remove contractual provisions that would allow the network to legally make misrepresentations of me and my story. She added that this one-on-one -on -one interview was not included in her RHOL SLC contract and that she has promised her family and that her life won't be sensationalized any further. Too many people have been hurt by my actions and my inability to control my own narrative. <laughs> Wow. I'm sorry, but controlling your own narrative means your spin. And we already know what kind of lies she's told. It sounds like that stupid, uh, uh, what's that girl, Crystal, on Beverly Hills? It's my story. It's my, my truth. truth. My truth. It's my truth. The truth of what? It's not the truth. It's your version of the truth. Yeah. That's how I read that. Yeah. That's how I read this. I'm not going to sit down with someone who's going to ask me real questions. I'm going to sit down with someone who I can tell what to ask me and then I can say whatever I want yeah. and they won't question me on it. Oh, so, that's so, what that so is. he didn't get chicken. She didn't want to go. I think it. it's all on her. Oh, okay. And I, I finally, I, I forgot well, to he tell got, He got slammed by people for having her on the show, employing her. Yes. Yeah. And I think people were criticizing, too, correct me if I'm wrong, were people criticizing him for getting ready to interview her? Yes. Because that, that's still, they're monetizing that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I know. All I know is I got, uh, on the reunion, I got bullied. Yeah. A lot of people think so. I know so. I, I felt bad for you watching that. It was painful to watch how 
mean and, and relentless the questioning was. Right. For you just speaking your mind about something that turned out, you turned out to be right. Uh-huh. Anyway, I, I've been waiting to tell this story and, I, and it just occurred to me, I hadn't told it yet. You told me I should do it. Yeah, because it's so good. I don't know if you remember, we, Kelly and I bought a Bronco, brand new two-door Bronco. It took almost two years to get it delivered. And at that point, a few months ago, Broncos were selling for way over sticker. So we, we tried out the car and you didn't really like it that much. Well, I didn't like it because it was too high. I couldn't get in and out of it. And it was too small and it was too loud. There was so many, there was like three strikes, you're out. <laughs> it was a fun truck to drive. You sat up real high, but you, you said it was too high. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, I, I like Jeeps better. You, you really couldn't get in and out of it. But it, it was, yeah, so whatever. We sold it, we made 10 grand on it. So about a month after I sold that truck, and let me just set this up. A month later, someone somehow still had my tags on it. They're not supposed to sell it with my tags, or the buyer's supposed to take my tags off. One of those two things didn't happen. The, the, the truck got uh, one or two parking tickets in LA. They sent me the, the, the notice of parking tickets. I go on back and I look, wait, I wasn't in LA in October. And what, what is this license plate? I had to go in to the sales records. And sure enough, I sold it late September and the tickets were in October. So I sent all this information to the city of Los Angeles. I said, hey, it wasn't my truck anymore, okay? Someone else was driving it. Here's the proof. Here's my proof of purchase. I mean, proof of sale. And this is when I don't, didn't have the car any longer. It wasn't mine. I don't, these aren't my tickets. They sent me back a letter. And it says, we have received your request to be scheduled for a hearing regarding the citation listed below. However, we did not receive the fine. We are therefore unable to process your request. They wanted me to pay the ticket and the penalty and then hope that the city would pay me back. Right. Uh, uh, they want me to pay for a ticket that I didn't get. It wasn't my vehicle. It was someone else's. And I pointed that out to them. Their bureaucracy says you have to pay for a ticket, even if it's not yours, until you can prove it's not yours. Then they'll give you the money back? The burden of proof is on me. Yeah, allegedly. But who knows? That's LA for you. You know what? I'm not doing it. Okay? I'm taking a stand. You're not, not going to do it? Then you're going to put a warrant out for your arrest. Well, then I'll go to jail. Over this. Are you kidding? Why should I pay a ticket that's not mine? Just because it's on a vehicle that I sold. I, I didn't own it at the time the ticket was written. I can prove it. It says the city of Los Angeles, California. I think I already surpassed the 15 days that I was supposed to send in the so, payment anyway. So what, what are you going to do? Do we have to go to, we to, go to a hearing? They, no, request they, a hearing. They wouldn't give me a hearing unless I paid. And I didn't want to pay. It's only... $93, but I... You're going to have to pay regardless. But it's... I did so much. No, but I'm saying, whether you like it or not, you're going to have to pay. Right, I'm going to call... I'm going to make a phone call, all right? And if you know anybody who works in the parking department at the city of Los Angeles, let me know. I can't... I, I can't believe that. <laughs> so... I, I, I would request a hearing. I, I did, but they told me I have to write, send them a check first, and then they'll consider my request. Wow. You're not at all bothered by that? No, I am. Yes, I totally am bothered by that. But I, I, it's like a pick your poison, you know? Yeah. Like, you're going to have to pay it down the road. Some, I mean, they have you. But it wasn't my... It's, they don't have me. It's not my truck. Right. I don't own it anymore. I didn't own it at the time the ticket was written. I have proof. 
I already sent them the bill of sale. I sold it a month before they wrote a ticket and put it on that windshield of a vehicle that was no longer mine. So you have to pay them no matter what. That's what they say. I have to pay and then they'll consider giving me my money That's back. That's blackmail. <laughs> <laughs> kind of is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so now I'm going to sue you for blackmail. Yeah. Los Angeles, parking department. I told my buddy Ron Duguay, New York Ranger hockey legend, that, it, you know, he actually wrote me to say, how are you, how are you healing? And I said, I'm still in pain. You must have broken a lot of ribs. He goes, nope. Bruised a couple. That's it. Wow. He's like, I'm too sneaky. He was the one that was banging Ramona and hooked Rick and I up. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> but Allegedly. He, 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 he told me Cher would not leave his apartment. When he, was a, he was a matinee idol. He had long hair. He's like a, He's a young gorgeous. hockey player in New he York was, City. He was married to Kim Alexis, too. Yeah, superstar for the New York Rangers. He meets Cher at Studio 54. She goes home with him. And he said she was there for like three or four days. She would not leave. <laughs> he was like telling his buddies, like, she won't leave. Yeah. She won't leave. I guess eventually she left. Oh, and that brings us to the video I got last night. I showed it to you. Maybe that could be the real of the day. Okay. Um, I just had a, a hockey game on randomly, and they come out of commercial, and they show the coach this gash on his head. Yeah. And then the they puck. Sh <laughs> they showed the replay. Yeah, whacked. Watch this. The battle score above the left eye for Ryan Warsawski, his first season as the San Jose Sharks assistant coach. This is late in the first period. A deflection right off the stick of Joe Pavelski and right into the side of the head. And it happens quickly, boy. You always have to have your hands up there. But with the players in front of you as an assistant coach, you're the last guy to see it. It's like a, a booming screenshot right there. And there he is on the left side. He's got, well, what do you think, Shane? I, I counted eight. Well, that's probably that's about right. Yeah. I like how they were trying to figure out how many stitches he got. I said eight. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then you got video uh, from Joey's grand opening. Joey's. How, how was Joey's? Joey's was really, really good. It mm. was excellent. Actu actually. Food? Food was excellent. What's really funny is my friend Jody and I, we used to eat at the Hillstone Group, which is like Houston's, Cafe R&D, Bandera, Gulfstream. Uh, we would eat there. We eat there like three times a week. Yeah. Either it was for lunch or for dinner. Yeah, they're get, great. I've always go. consistently good. And we know all of the managers. We know all the bartenders. We know all the waitresses, uh -huh. waiters. And so we go into Joey's and it was my girlfriend and I. And we sit down and everybody from the Hillstone group is there. You recognize people. No, no. You recognize the staff? They got that staff. They, oh, okay. So... The way they run Joey's is like a tight ship. Like, if you guys know the Hillstone Group, the service is impeccable. They work in groups. They work in teams. The food's amazing. This place is very similar like that. But the difference is they change the menu all the time. Oh, okay. So... But it looked like a nice place. Yeah, it was. And so there was this guy that I know um, that wants me to work for him. He's a big broker here, real estate broker. He, uh, he's... With, you know, he's kind of really big and hefty guy. Nice guy. and <laughs> He's probably watching. He, What's up? He, nice guy. Well, he knows. Yeah. So he goes, um, he walks in and, and I, I sit down and he's like, can I sit next to you? My friend Jody and I. And I go, well, I'm going to have some people come, you know, soon. And he goes, okay. So there, he just gets drinks. He's getting food. <laughs> well, that's what you're he's supposed to food. do. But I'm like, I was like, 
I, I wanted to spend time with my friends. So then oh, my girlfriends came yeah. over. Hey, next time, give her a little room. Ew, and then he wouldn't leave. He wouldn't leave. And <laughs> I, I wouldn't was, leave you either. No, he, he wouldn't leave. I was getting so irritated. So then my girlfriend Elaine comes, and she has a twin sister, and I go, your sister is coming, right? And she goes, I'm like this. And she goes, God, no. And I'm like, oh, my God. Jody and I looked at each other like. <laughs> Wait, but something else happened to Elaine. She got in an accident on the way home, right? No, on the way there. On the way there, she got hit. Right, she got hit. And uh, the guy just got the, a brand new car, and he uh, had his girlfriend in there, and he just got insurance, what, five days before. And he made this right turn on red, but instead of staying in the right lane, he like went all the way over to the left lane, and she was making a legal left with a green arrow, and he ran right into her. Yeah. But, but then something happened to her on the, her Uber ride home. So then she goes... I go home immediately, Joni and I. My cousin Tony was there with his wife. And I guess she goes home with my cousin Tony to go hang out some more. I don't know. And it was like 2 o'clock in the morning. She calls the Uber. And she's like, oh, God, I got to move my car because I'm going to get a ticket. And he goes, can you make a little detour? And he, she, he said, yeah. So he waited there at the car. She moved it, you know, to a legitimate parking spot. Yeah. He, they have a great conversation on the way back. And he goes... Hey, can I come? And then he's like, hey, do you want me to come up? <laughs> and she's like, what? And he's like, yeah, do you want, do you want to, can I come up? She's like, God, no, no, like, like, no. I feel like you can get fired for no. that. No, so then, so then she goes, um, Kelly, can you take me to my car? It was like noon today. And I said, yeah. So I pick her up, I take her, and I get up, and I start looking at the car, because everyone's getting accidents. Wait for over it. Over here. Wait for it. So I look over like at the windshield and I see a piece of paper. And I go, you have a piece of paper on there. <laughs> she looks up and it was like a note. The guy's like 25 years old. I mean, you want to talk about and Cougarville? She, yeah. And what did the note say? It said, well, let me write it to you. She it it, it. says something like, hey, really enjoyed talking to you. You're really funny. We should hang out. I was like, I'm not going to ask you for your number, but here's, here's mine. mine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that's his borderline stalker at this point. Well, that's kind of dangerous. I'm like, I go, I go, is he cute? And she goes, yeah, but he was like 26. His picture wasn't that cute. No, no I didn't think so either. So we are being sponsored on Fridays now by Tequila Commissario, which is our new favorite tequila. It really is awesome. And I have some stats on tequila Tequila Commissario. I can't okay. even speak. Blanco Reposado is aged for seven months in used oak barrels. They're like Cabernet barrels, I guess. And Anejo, 23 months. Wow, that's a long time. Extra Anejo is aged for eight years in used oak barrels and sherry wine. Uh, Frankie, of course, uh -huh. is uh, part of the Commissario team. You will meet him, I believe, in the weeks ahead. And also his... His boy, Tequila Drew, mm -hmm. wants to come on the show. No. Yeah. I think it would be really fun. Yeah. And he can talk about the qualities of the tequila, what makes it better than other tequilas, and he can show us how to make a drink or two. Do you know what oak does? you know what oak barreling does? I am not all that familiar with that, no. It, that's what gives it the complex, um, complex... Complexity? Complexity. Yeah. And it gives it all, like, you know, when someone's, oh, it tastes like tobacco. Or like chocolate or like... The a, flavors? Yeah, vanilla with a hint of rose. Yeah. That's what makes the flavoring of the alcohol. Huh. The yeah. barrel. The barrel. And the wine but too. French, French right? oak is supposed to be better than American oak. It's supposed and to give it... why is that? Do you know? Um, supposed to give it what? They say that it just gives it better 
flavors and it's just like better all over. Like after French yolk, I'm going with American yolk. Yeah, me too. America. America. Uh, <laughs> we were talking about the Tiger King the other day, and I think we lost revenue. For oh, that's G Gypsy Soul Pours. Is the um, one that Gypsy? So oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right, Gypsy Soul Pours, who wrote us. Who uh, gave us uh, this? Oh, I, did you? I just put that to you. That's right there. Isn't she made that? this for us. God. For our for our pickleball party townhouse, because uh, it matches the color. That is so weird. I know. That's um synchronicity right there. Yeah. Yeah. So I just randomly pulled this one of our the, the uh, mails from you guys, and we comment. just got this. We just opened this just now. So she said, "I had the absolute pleasure of raising a ba a baby Bengal tiger when I was a kid, and yes, they eat the bones and everything." Because you were asking about the bones. Yeah. We fed ours whole chickens from the grocery store, not live ones. Oh, wow. How do you get a Bengal tiger? I wish I could talk to you, Gypsy Soul Pores. I have a feeling we will talk to her because huh? I want to hear that story. I do, too. Maybe we should call her. Do we have a phone number? Well, we'll call her for another episode. Yeah. Oh, this is in the news. In the news. Even though we might get flagged. Uh, remember how we talked about Carol Baskin? Yeah. From, from the uh, from from the, the tiger lion, king. The, the tiger king. <laughs> or we're like really it's been a long slow. day. <laughs> Maybe it's the tequila. Um, Carol Baskin from the uh, Lion King. <laughs> tiger King. <laughs> it's right here. It's even written right here, and literally in black and white. <laughs> so Carol Baskin from Tiger King claimed that her ex uh, Don Lewis is still alive and she showed some letter that she claimed was from Homeland Security which wasn't formed until five years after he disappeared saying that they had talked to him when he was in Costa Rica recently. So she said that was evidence he was still alive. Well that claim was shot down by the sheriff uh, the Florida sheriff who's still actively looking for the guy. Uh, the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office in charge of the hunt still has an open missing person case for Don Lewis, even after he was legally declared dead in 2002. So they haven't stopped looking for him. He's considered a missing endangered adult. He disappeared in 1997, August 18th, left his family's residence, has not been seen or heard from since. So you think if Homeland Security actually did interview him, that that information might have been passed on to local authorities. This was after 9-11. They were all told, told you have to start cooperating with each other now. So I think they probably would have passed on that information to the Hill Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office. <laughs> <laughs> we sound like we're drunk. <laughs> I, I promise you I'm not drunk. <laughs> However, I am home. What? I'm home, so I'm not like driving anywhere. Yeah. Uh, this guy is likely dead, according to Hillsborough. Of Hillsborough course. County he Sheriff. went down the poop chute of a tiger. He and this, ate its bones and all. It sounds like it. And she fed him to him. Carol did? She did. Allegedly. She drugged him. She probably roofied him. Allegedly. She probably did something. Allegedly. And then threw him to the tigers. Allegedly. <laughs> and when there's a will, there's a way. A man survived at sea for 24 days by eating ketchup and garlic powder. Shut the front door. A man from Dominica lost at sea for almost a month, no. survived in part by eating ketchup, garlic powder, and Maggie seasoning cubes. I guess that's all he had. Well, how did he drink water? Where do you hear his name? 
Elvis Francois. Shut up. <laughs> Elvis Francois, who was rescued from his sailboat this week, also consumed rainwater that he scooped up with a cloth during his 24 days out in the Caribbean. What was the Tom Hanks movie where he's like yeah, uh, marooned on an island? And yeah, and he had that ball. The 47-year-old got lost in December when currents pushed his sailboat out to sea as he was making repairs off the island of St. Martin in the Netherlands Antilles, which is where he calls home. I've been to St. Martin. Mm-hmm. Uh, I called my friends. They tried to contact me, but I lost the signal. There was nothing else to do but sit and wait. He was eventually spotted by a passing plane as he used a mirror as a signal and wrote out the word help on the boat's hull, according to officials. I wonder if he wrote it in ketchup. <laughs> the guy no, because he ate it. Right. He was at sea for 24 days. Oh, my gosh. Could you handle that? No. That sounds miserable. But he, I mean, I guess if her life depends on it, but. I would certainly try. Uh, we will have a smash on Saturday, a special Saturday smash, because the Wednesday afternoon smash never got posted. So I'm going to yeah. share that with you. But I really think you should watch, because we tell the story of the dual imposters. Yes. We had two. Who was you? You had. A, I had a one that said I was, I was his aunt. If you can imagine, I have one nephew. Made up out of nothing. Yeah, and told my friends that I was his aunt. And I had some lady telling people she was my social media manager, my personal manager. And I never met the woman in my life. She, nobody works for me doing that. So, so those stories in depth uh, on the Saturday Smash. We hope you'll check it out. Yes. Thank you guys very much. Don't forget to subscribe here on YouTube and on Patreon. Whew, I'm hot. You are hot. Okay. Oh, you have a little hat marks on your head. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Well, a, it's because I have Botox. Have a great week. Have a great weekend. <laughs>